Hey girl, welcome to the Get Your Guide Coaching Podcast. My name is Anwar White, but you can just call me your own personal dating and relationship coach. Each week, you'll hear actionable advice, tips, and strategies that you can implement in your own love life. I'm talking about healing your heart, dating effectively, and understanding men so that you can, you guessed it, get your guide. Are you ready to level up your love life? All right, let's go. The way I do without anyone but you. Hey girl. So in today's episode, I'm speaking with Damali Shepard, photographer extraordinaire. Now, Damali specializes in creating custom portrait experiences for black and women of color that, you know, really showcases their beauty and tells their unique stories. In this episode, we talk about her own journey to finding her own acceptance through photography. Uh, We also discuss everything that you wanted to know about dating app pictures, as well as, you know, getting specific photography secrets and tips that only the pros know that will really help level up your pics regardless of shape, color, or your mindset. Now, if you stay until the end, we even discuss how she got her guy. Without further ado, I give you my interview with the lovely Damali Shepard. So thank you so much for being here with us today. I super appreciate you and I'm so glad that you're here. Can you just kind of give everybody a sense of how you've become the amazing photographer that you are today? Such a good question. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this conversation. Um, so I like to say that photography found me a few years ago. I was hitting my 30th birthday, right? So I was at uh-huh. that um, that kind of big milestone where you start to reevaluate your entire life and where you are and what you're doing. And that evaluation kind of made me realize that I was really unhappy in like the very corporate gig that I had acquired over time. Oh my God, girl. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Even though there was like so much to be proud of there. Right. Like um, in terms of like, you know, doing okay for myself, I was just not doing the creative kind of things that I thought that I would be doing in college. I went to school for com arts and TV and radio and um, I wasn't doing any of that in HR at the role that I was doing. So I had the opportunity to go on a vacation to Bali with my partner, Mark. And that was the vacation that was kind of like, oh, okay, I think I really want to start exploring other avenues of creativity. I had this camera, the two just came together and clicked. And um, that's where I just decided to like start taking classes. And I got really interested in figuring it out. And it's also where I, um, you know, realized some of my own uncomfortability with being on camera, uh, because I hated the experience of being on camera like, like so much so many of us do <laughs> yeah like so many of us do and I didn't realize it until I was forcing myself to so I was thinking that you know you go to Bali and you just magically come home with cute ass Instagram photos yeah um no that's not what happened like that just that wasn't, wasn't it girl no. <laughs> wasn't what happened it. what happened tell me about what what pictures were were you giving at Bali girl and how did it kind oh. of transform Listen, I, so at at Bali, I was giving like tight, really afraid, um, maybe like looking away from the camera, just so uncomfortable in my skin Mm. and my body and where I was. And it didn't matter who was taking the photo, even, you know, I'm there with my partner of like years and years and years. Mm. And you would think that that would mean that he would be able to like 
help me do it well. And I did get something better with him, but it had nothing to do with him. My uncomfortability Mm -hmm. was with myself. So I, and I didn't realize that until this experience in Bali, like realizing that like, Oh, I have a, I have a hard time looking at myself. Right. Like I don't necessarily like the way that I look all the time. Um, And so that was like that, moment where I was like oh is this just me like am I is it just me or what else is going on so I came back home and I started to photograph the other women in my life my sisters everything else and guess what it it was the same kind of pain like you could Mm. literally see that they were experiencing that like really uncomfortableness in front of the camera and um, from there I guess I decided that like I want to fix it can I fix it in other people and 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 I could right like I, I found a mentor who um, who focuses on that, right? Like on making your subjects feel comfortable and yeah. helping them to relax on camera. And I really like embedded that into the work that I do. And also through that work, I was able to help myself get comfortable on camera and figure it out that. for me too. So my photography story is also like a self-love, love myself journey too, because it is it is how I found myself. Like photography yeah. is how I found myself. And now a few years later, I feel just so much more self-assured and comfortable in my own skin and beautiful. And yeah. that's, that's something that you would have heard me say a few years ago. It sounds like a like an eat, pray, shoot situation, girl. <laughs> I'm going to trademark that. Yeah, actually, kind of, yes. And I didn't know that at the time. But this year, looking back at my story and like, you know, pinpointing how it all came together. It's like, yeah. wow, this is like this was the journey to me, you know. So, yeah, it is kind of like that. Now, you're based in New York, right? Um, So talk to me about who you work with specifically so I can get a sense of, because I feel like we work with very similar kinds of women, clients, and all of that. So talk to me about kind of who you work for or work with. Yes, absolutely. So I love to work especially with Black and women of color who are um, entrepreneurs, bosses, professionals, like that is some of it's my favorite demographic because it is this whole moment of like power and beauty all wrapped. It's like the masculine and feminine all wrapped up into like one really fun photo shoot. And this year I've also de-niched a little bit. So it's less about like one particular client and more about the kind of stories that I want to tell. So I'm very much like, Hey, let's chat about you and where you are and what you want to do. And if we vibe, if there's a story here that we both feel, you know, that you trust that I understand to tell and that I would love to tell, then I'm like that's just super fun a fun way for me to work as well and also let's just love to work with all women in general women who have a really awesome story and that is honestly a lot of us right it's most of us yeah definitely so let's talk about um what do you think is like the common misconception about kind of getting one's pictures done professionally because sometimes i will tell you the truth i'll be talking to my clients or people that come to me for help and they're like "Mm, i I don't really know like and they give me a lot of different excuses or whatever so what do you hear and then what do you have to say to those people that are giving you either excuses or misconceptions about like professional photography i think that people are used to photo shoots being either for a special type of person, which I don't really know what that means anymore because I'm just like, everyone is worthy of a great photo shoot. But I think that we kind of get caught up in like thinking that a photo shoot sounds official and it like gives us this 
um, picture in our mind, which can be anything from like a really boring headshot to, yeah. uh, you know, to it, it, there's just so many different ranges of the kind of photo, photo shoots that you can see out there. So I think that sometimes folks hear photo shoot and they think boring and stiff right mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. um and like tight and it's like well no i kind of want to like do me or be me or like i want candids right and it's like yeah. well i think the misconception is that uh, at least with my bit with my photography business like i my shoots will only ever reflect my subjects right it's like every single shoot that i do is tailored to my client you're never going to get a photo that looks like anyone else like i'm my process is specifically set up to make sure that we are accentuating and um sharing the values that each client shares and loves about themselves. So I think photo shoots can sound cookie cutter and the same, and it doesn't have to be that. And there are so many other photographers who offer a similar experience and it's just finding the ones who do do that, who are interested in you and showcasing you genuinely as you are. Yeah. Um, I think think that's so awesome. Okay. (laughs) No. So when you said candid, does that just mean like get my picture in real life or what does that mean? Girl, you have to give me like, you know, layman's terms, girl. (laughs) People are like, you know, some folks are just like, you know, I just like selfies because it feels more natural. Right. It's like sometimes people think that a photo shoot will make people think that they are trying too hard. Mm -hmm. Right. And what's the problem with that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or, or trying right? Or, or trying in general, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, it doesn't have to be that at all. It's just like you looking for a fun way to express it. Listen, having photos that you like is important. So I think that should always be the priority. Yeah, definitely. You talked a little bit about kind of selfies. So let's talk about that because that is like, I guess the number one thing that people are doing these days. So do you have any tips on like how to really like represent in like the best, most perfect selfie? Yes. Okay. Tell me everything. Okay. So for selfies, I think perfect is an interesting word, right? Because perfect is going to be- Girl, call me out. It's going to be different for everyone. Yeah. Um, I like to throw perfection away a okay. little bit when it comes to my selfies and my shots because we're imperfect beings. Like I want to be yeah. perfect for you, not perfect. Right. So yeah. I love that little reframe when it comes to your selfies. I think one of the first steps that you can take to getting selfies that you always like is to practice (laughs) like you know it really is that simple like kim kardashian didn't wake up and become a selfie queen she took lots and lots of photos on her phone and doing the same thing so it's as simple as getting in your mirror and figuring out the kind of angles that you like yeah Um, for me that's a little tilted to the right okay i like portions better right and it's like knowing what you like about yourself so that when you're out in those situations where maybe it's a group shot or whatever you already kind of know you already mm-hmm. kind of know what to do and it just helps enhance um, all of it. Also, good lighting make, can make or break any photo. Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't matter. A lot of the times you think that you look busted, but it's not you, girl. It's the lighting, okay? So find a window, find a light source. Um, one quick, easy tip that I love to tell all of my clients is to turn your camera on your cell phone and then walk around in a circle and watch the way that the light changes around your face. You will find the light and that is where you want it to be so that you look the best. So I I think that is like, yeah, that's one easy Give us all the tips, girl, because (laughs) we 
we on this podcast have watched all of America's Next Top Model. And so we feel like we know the tips, but we need to know the real tips. <laughs> that, yeah, it's like you can use, use your hand or your phone either way. And it just helps show you where the light is and where you're going to look the best. Okay, yeah. so for women, we need really nice front facing flat um, light in order to better accentuate our features. And it's always a great place to start. So lighting is paramount. Get yourself in good light first before you do anything else. Um, know your angles is another great one. And then, so how do we figure out what our angles are? I, yeah, I think that's that mirror work, right? It's like you can either do it with your phone or get in the mirror, but you might actually have to take some time and look at yourself, right? And say, okay, and this is something that I've done. So don't feel silly or whatever it may be. Like I have done this. I st I've stood in the mirror and I've played around with my face or my body and my posing. And now I know how I like to see myself. And I don't think there, you know, also working with a great photographer can be another um, way to up level that real mm -hmm. quick to like skip over the work of having to do it all yourself. But if you don't have that, just get into the mirror and um, move your head from left to right, tilt it up, tilt it down and just watch your face and see what you like the best. I yeah. think it's a really, really great way to get to know yourself and your angles. Yeah. It sounds like, especially for, I'm just thinking about uh, my listeners here, um, like when you're getting ready for work, right? That's a, like a small little opportunity where they can just kind of work it out and just figure out what those angles are and the lighting and also like when they're right about to go out, they can potentially do that practice as well. Uh, I think when you're starting out, it's best to look for spaces that have flatter backgrounds that are, aren't as busy so that you can like figure out what it is that you still like. If, if you're coming from a place of not knowing, this is like for my ladies who are kind of like where I started and you're not super used to looking at yourself or you're in the mindset of like, I don't really like the way that I look on camera. That is really is all up from a place of um, lack of understanding and practice. So it's like the more you do a thing, the more you strengthen that mes muscle, the better that you become. Um, I do find though that it's for some of us, like we are all tech savvy and we have phones and it's like yeah. the easiest thing to do so we're all taking selfies all the time <laughs> like really all the time so a lot of my clients are pros when it comes to getting their own photos too yeah yeah got it so talk to me a little bit about kind of what you see your clients or women struggling with the most as it pertains to really kind of accepting themselves in these pictures i know you talked a little bit about your transformational trip to bali right so what did that look like for you and then what do you see kind of a lot of women struggling with as it pertains to that i think the thing that women struggle the most with is seeing themselves from a different kind of angle. So because we are now, we're like a selfie generation where we're used to taking photos of ourselves in that light. It can be different when you are doing a professional photo shoot where you're not holding a camera. Like angles are different. There's so mm -hmm. many things that are different about that experience. And so you can have a situation where like that seeing yourself in those professional photos can be really jarring because you're just not used to seeing yourself like that. Um, I think the best way around that is for me, like 
mindset is super important for any photo shoot. So I'm all about setting intentions from the second we talk on the phone to the time that we're done and setting an intention to relax, to not hold on so tightly to yourself, um, to observe the negative voice in your head because we all have it. There's going right. to be a critic that says, uh-uh, <laughs> like there's, there's go- it's going to happen, right? To say that it's not going to happen is bull. That is going to happen, but you really want to try to bring yourself to a place of love, to a place of grace and acceptance and, you know, treating yourself like you would a friend. Because um, sometimes we are nicer to our friends than we are. Oh, most times, right? Yeah. yeah most unfortunately. Right. Yeah. So I, I want to I help all of my clients get to a place where they can look at a photo of themselves and start with what they like before what they don't like. Because what I observe the most is what I hate the most, I look fat, I look this, oh my God, my eyes are so squinty, or, you know, like, there's always, like, that pick, 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 pick that can happen. Yeah. There are photos, um, and I try to curve them away from it, because yeah. it's not helpful. It only makes you feel more tense and um, lock up on yourself. It's actually really interesting that you talk about kind of mindset and thinking about that, because that's the exact same thing that I talk about when, I, when I'm speaking with my clients about dating, right? It's about understanding who is that like diamond self, right? And sometimes I, I tell my clients to name her, right? Are you luscious, lioness, like Lonnie, right? Are you, I want you to have a certain idea in your mind and understand who she is. And like, think of like the best moment that you were just living your best life, that you were killing it, right? That you felt like your most happiest self and like just embody that for like a hot second, right? And then multiply that times 10 and then name her. And then that's who you're going to be on this date. Right. And it sounds like it's a similar process for like photography as well. Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. It's like stepping into that. And it, you know, if it's an alter ego, so let it be, but it can also just be you time set exactly like you said. So I love that concept and the way that you framed it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so awesome. So we talked a little bit about this and, and you talked a little bit about kind of how we all have insecurities and how do you feel like, we can get past some of those when it comes to photography and and pictures being, um, you know, taken of us. Yeah, I I love this question. It's something that I feel just super passionate about helping with because it's something that I went through myself. And I think that like, we all need to kind of start by getting real with the way that we feel about ourselves. So my get real moment was going to Bali and realizing that I really struggle with looking at myself. Like that's when I was like, Oh, Tamale, you avoid yourself in the mirror. Like you don't actually look at yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't really do those things. And so for me, my work then became, well, how am I going to get comfortable with myself? And for me, that was um, starting to journal, starting to talk to my coach about it, right? And do lots of personal development work, affirmations, mirror work. It is really simply you looking at yourself in the mirror. And this can be like silent with nothing for let's put 60 seconds on a timer and just look at yourself, right? And observe what it is that you hear, what it is that you see, what is that you're gravitating to. Um, You can up-level that to saying an affirmation with it. So it can be as simple as, I love 
love myself. Yeah. Or um, one of my favorites is from Louise Hayes, her book, You Can Heal Your Life. And her one of my favorites from that book is I deeply and completely love and accept myself. So for me, that was standing in the mirror, looking at myself, looking at my face, looking at my body, looking at my tummy, looking at all the things and saying, Damali, deeply and completely love and accept myself and this is all super woo i know but no it's not woo at all i think (laughs) people are now down with the cause right so i think that they all like really understand like this these things are actually very effective and like it is yeah yeah. so i want to make sure like we're not going to minimize that at all like it works so that's why we're talking about it (laughs) it works it works and that's what we're talking and it's like giving yourself a chance it will feel weird it will feel funny at first um but if you give yourself a chance to absorb in that message things can change can we also do messages that are like not so like high up and just be like can we say things in the mirror like oh like i'm hot shit (laughs) i love that yes yes absolutely i'm everything right like everything yes yes good good okay good because i'm like those things sound good, but like, that's not me. <laughs> like I, like I have to make it me, you know? I love, yeah, I love that. I love that. See, I wouldn't phrase it that way, but I love that. I think putting whatever spin that is to make it you is the most important thing for everything. Yeah. So, yeah. so mirror work, I just want to hold on to this for a second. Okay. Um, does this mean like, am I just like looking at a mirror in the bathroom? Am I looking at a full length mirror? Am I, are my clothes on? Are my clothes off? Girl, give me, give me ideas here. I want my, my listeners to be able to be like, I heard this. I'm going to try this tonight. Yeah, I think. Okay. So for me, I would, I would have clothes on and I would be in my um, bathroom mirror. Sorry, tiny New York apartment over here. So full length. I don't know about that, (laughs) but I would be in my, (laughs) in my little bathroom mirror and I would back up so that I could see myself. And honestly, the most important part of it is kind of like the gaze back into your own eyes and, and just observing yourself. Right. So it's like standing in your mirror and looking at yourself for a few minutes out of the day and not even sometimes it can just be for 60 seconds like it doesn't even have to be super duper long but it is such an interesting like when you do it you're gonna hear the way that your brain is thinking about you and it's just it just opens up whole new levels yeah yeah totally what I know about that voice is that it actually, for the most part, doesn't really belong to us. It belongs to someone else that told us exactly how to think when we were children, right? Yeah. And that could be um, an aunt, right? Our parents, our siblings, our best friends, that uncle at the family reunion that said, oh girl, you're too chunky to be in that photo, right? Mm-hmm. Or put that shirt down or whatever it may be, right? So. Um, I know, I, I just l- want to remind my listeners that that voice is really not yours, right? And yeah. so if it's not yours, we shouldn't really be listening to it. It's someone else's. And it's important to figure out whose voice that is so we can yeah. disassociate from it. Yes. And I love, and that's why I say observe the voice, right? Yeah. Because I, I think they say like, we're the only mammal on the being where like we have like these two parts of our brain where we can hear our thoughts right so it's like hearing the thought of like well what am I thinking to myself and then saying is this mine do I want this is this what I want for myself and a good follow-up to that can be journaling about it right it's like if you felt if you feel a strength to like um, rejecting your thighs or your stomach or whatever like write about that right this is where we find the stories of exactly what you were talking about and why like who who 
who taught me that? Why don't I like my legs? What about this is triggering some other type of thing that might have happened in my past? Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, it's, it's such like a good basis because you're not going to understand the things you don't like and then find the roots behind it. And if you can, dig them, dig them bamas up and get rid of them, you know? Girl, get rid of them. <laughs> or learn how to deal with them. Because I don't or think that they're never, I don't think they're ever really going to go away. Really? Yes. Some, of, some of them may right? Yes. Some of them that you're like, oh my God, this is so foolish. Like, I can't even believe it, right? Yeah. Other ones, there's going to be like this hint of like belief, right? But you yeah. have to realize how to deal with it and realize that it, it doesn't necessarily, or it, it doesn't have to affect you in that moment, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, okay. Awesome. I want to talk about Black women, girl, because I think that, and I'm going to say we, <laughs> um, yeah we have different needs when it comes to photography. So can you just talk a little bit about specific advice that you have for black women um, specifically um, when it comes to kind of just taking pictures and taking amazing pictures at that? Yes, absolutely. I think um, on the selfie front, just st again, staying aware of your lighting is super important for us as black women. Lighting makes everything. It's like, the weird thing about like um, when you're watching television now and you're watching shows like Insecure and all these amazing black shows that are featuring black people and you're like, this is beautiful. It is because they are lighting for black people in a way that like we haven't seen done in a really, really long time, if ever. Um, so there are so many things that are specific to black women. And when it comes to a photo shoot, I think it's important to make sure when you're choosing a photographer that they are someone who knows us and what you want and what you're dealing with, what you're dealing with. Because I've had lots of black clients come and say, Damali, you're the first person to capture my skin tone right. And I'm like, why? Why is that? You right. Like, right. Why? But they've been disappointed. Ridiculous. Because some folks will wash them out and make them mm. look lighter. Uh-uh. None of that here. We're not doing um, that. No, <laughs> no ma'am. Yeah. So making sure that you're finding a photographer who understands our specific needs. I'm the kind of photographer who we also offer like hair and makeup. And I work with a black team because like you don't have to worry about that when you come to me my makeup artist knows and understands that foundation that's not gonna make you look crazy right. and our hair as well so um i think the prep work for us you know we always have to do a little extra because we're black and because um the default is to do other things so right. finding folks who understand how to light you specifically, how to do your hair and makeup properly so that you're looking in, in amazing is all a part of um, just getting, nailing that special look that you're looking for. So doing that research beforehand is really, really going to help you in the end with results that you don't hate. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. 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 So now I want to shift a little bit toward dating pictures, girl, because a lot of the women that I work with, and as you know, um, I'm always a big proponent of online dating, which means that the pictures have to be legit because that's what people are looking at first. And they have to be good and representative of who you are. So what yeah. are your thoughts on dating app and website pictures? I think, and it's very interesting because I've done a few uh, dating photo shoots in the yeah. last few weeks, which, is which has been really, really fun. Um, 
I think that it's important to show a variety. And I feel this way about all kinds of photos, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like when you look on my social media, you're going to see photos of me in a professional studio, um, but you're also going to see me in a selfie and me doing me too. And I think it's important to have like a rounded view of the different ways that we look, right? Because I change all the time and that's okay. Um, And so that's kind of how I feel about dating photos. If you can have like a variety of like a bomb studio photo shoot to like a really really cute selfie uh i think it's all super representative of who you are and it helps give that wide range um because it's all like with dating you have a few seconds right and they're gonna look through it super super quickly and you want to make sure that they get you in those photos and i feel like the best way to do that is to just give a few more options than just one one photo no definitely definitely agree i always tell my clients like um I want, I want them to be a mix of like professional and then ones that either you take or your friends take, right? So that yeah. people get to see a good variety of like who you are. I also say that those pictures should look um, like natural, like what your everyday life looks like. So if you love tennis, then girl, I should see a picture of you playing tennis or hanging out with your tennis players or friends or whatever it may be. If you're a professional woman, I want to see you interacting and being professional, right? Like the way that I think about it is, is that like these pictures should represent what your life looks like. So the person that is viewing them can envision a life with you and see if they would be in that picture with you or not. Right. So making sure that there is like some formality and then some informality, even if it's like a picture of you on the couch watching a movie and you like taking a cute little hey over the shoulder. You already know. (laughs) I know. I I feel like our processes are so similar in what we tell our clients because I like I I do. It's like literally talking through your hobbies and your favorite things to do. And if we can, let's go capture that. Like, let's go capture that because that's where you feel the most comfortable. That's where you're already doing you. That's where you don't have to be anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And that's really important for me in the photos that we take together. So you are just, yeah, you're killing it. This is why, this is why I I tell my clients, you need to talk to her. You need to, you need to get your pictures done by her. Cause I know that we have similar, similar processes in this. Okay. Awesome. So um, talk to me about, I think sometimes my clients have, a hard time like being sexy on camera. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I wanted to get your thoughts on how can someone exude that, right? If they're not used to doing that, like on an everyday basis without it looking like Eartha Kitt, like crazy sexy or like, you know, Grace (laughs) Jones, boomerang crazy, right? Um, And so, like making it like more natural. So like what sort of things would you say, like if I were having issues with being sexy on camera, like how how can I get out of my shell to kind of exude that? Oh, I I love this question. And I think you can apply this advice to any mood that you're hoping to acquire, whether it be sexy or fun or happy or just looking good on camera. Um, Set the scene. It's like, you know, as women, we need, like foreplay we need yes like, all- girl so is, is there, there's <laughs> photography foreplay too there is photography foreplay okay okay yourself okay. ready right if if you want if you know you're trying to do something a little bit sexy then set a mood make a playlist of them songs that like get you in the groove okay nine nine 90s r&b girl <laughs> put on the 90s r&b get it going um you know it 
I think also it should always start with like a good basis for like, what are you wearing and what is your, what's your makeup like or your face like? And it, this doesn't mean that there is a specific way for you to do sexy, but I, if you're going to be on camera, you need to be in a place where you like the way that you look, right? So if that means putting on a little makeup, do that. If you're comfortable with your bare face, I usually am. That's fine too. Like you get to define that for yourself. But like making sure before you put a camera up that you're like, I'm feeling myself. Like yes. I'm in a really great outfit or whatever it is. And just FYI listeners, you can't see Damali right now, but she is moving her shoulders and she is giving <laughs> me full life when she is feeling herself, honey. And I love <laughs> and I live. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. So, so like doing all of those little pre-steps first is yeah. they're going to help you start at a 50% line versus you being at a zero of just being like, mm. so when you get on camera, right. And you're playing music that you're vibing to, and you know that you look cute, then you can just like, I, then I would suggest, um, trying to figure out a pose that you like this is going to take some practice because it's difficult uh it maybe you know if you're having someone um take the photos of you that is great because they can help guide you a little bit and if you're by yourself and you do you with your autoresponder too then just play around i say dance a little bit it's always okay. like for sexy it's always about like a little bit of touch so whether you're running your hands against like your your forearms or across your collarbone or um your leg, like whatever that may be right it's like moving and not being so static and mm-hmm. i i'd say this for any type of photo if we were doing happy and joyous let's dance let's shake let's do a spin let's do a twirl right that's okay how I, that. I love um, that. So that yeah that's my advice some of us might do a split but i just can't, saying just saying <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, set the scene. Set the scene first before you um, just try to like ram right into it. Yes. Okay. okay. Foreplay, represent, dance, move, touch, right? And yeah. figure out what works for you. I love that. Yeah. I and, really love oh, that. And you know what? The, the last and like most important step, throw judgment out of it, right? It's okay mm. to take photos that you don't like. That's going to happen. We are human. Like, it's okay to take a bad photo. It takes a look at the photo and say, ugh. But not to, like, I want you to be like, okay, actually, I don't think I like the arm here. So let me try it again this way, right? And it's like the attitude of moving through those photos we don't like. That's how you're going to get to the good ones. When you were just describing the way that you're looking at the photos, it was really interesting because you were talking about it as a boss, right? And, like, not like something's wrong with me, right? There's something that is like not going on in this particular photo. Let's isolate that and then make it work, right? Whether it's like my my wonky right eye that's like a little bit bigger, I can like do it again in a way that's maybe a little bit more sultry or whatever it may be. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And, And that attitude helps it keep like, it'll keep you going, right? When you, when we do the opposite, when we're critical of ourselves, you're shutting yourself down from the entire experience and it's going to be hard for you to catch up to it. There's just no good way to do it that way. So if we can just give ourselves a little bit more grace and love and, 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 um, just be real, say, okay, I wasn't feeling that one. Let's take a few more, like staying positive, staying upbeat about it. That's how you get to the good stuff. That's how you get to the, the one that you're like, damn, that that's amazing. And what if I have a big booty girl? Like, what can I do? For Show that? it. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> or not necessarily like it's a bad thing, but maybe okay. like 
how can we play with different things to to kind of change it up and and because here's the thing right because if we have certain features right yes. that stand out among themselves some for some pictures we might not want to do that like i'm telling a lot of my clients like girl i don't want all your boobs out there like that i don't want i don't want these men seeing your booty and thinking oh she's that girl right that's what i'm i'm, I'm going to i'm going to ask her for another picture right so i want to understand like how can we make it so that these assets these beautiful amazing assets that we have are working for us versus yes. against us I think that's a really great question. I think one of the photography rules is that what is closer to the camera is going to pair larger and what is further away from the camera is going to be smaller. So if you want to minimize something, you want to throw it to the back <laughs> and, and, and just to like, just throw it a little bit to the back. <laughs> so, yes, girl. so one way to do that with the booty would be to like angle, put yourself on an angle where one foot is in front of the other. So you're at a slant and then shift your weight onto the back hip. So you're okay. pushing your butt behind you, right? Uh -huh. And you're plant, and it's gonna help make it a lot more sleeker and slim than if you were, say, frontal, right? Where we're gonna see that entire beautiful mm -hmm. curve too. It's just yeah. a different kind of look. Um, and yeah, so that's one way to like help turn the attention away from it. If you want something to be less visible on camera, we shift it to the back as much as we can. So the same thing with our boobs, we were pushing our boobs backwards so that they're yeah. not so camera facing forward. It's the same kind of um, principle with your booty as well. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So girl, for those women and some men out there that are interested in getting in contact with you, where can they find you? Absolutely. The easiest place is on my website. So it is www.damalisheppard. That is D-A-M-A-L-Y Shepherd, like it's spelled in books, um, dot com. And that's the easiest place to find me. And you can also find me on Instagram at Damali S-H-H as well. So yeah. I love that. And we'll put all of that in the show notes. So girl, don't worry about that. Um, I, I'm so happy that you were here. Before you go, I have to ask, I ask all of my guests, so how did you get your guy? And girl, give us all the deets, girl. I don't care. I want to know. And so let us know, girl. Okay. Okay. So I've been in a relationship for about 11 years now. Congratulations. Thank you. So I feel like I got I to gotta call on my old brain to like think about the origin story. Okay. So the oh, girl, origin don't act brand new, girl. I already know that you know this origin story. <laughs> it's funny because if you were to ask him he has a different version of this story. of course they always do. <laughs> like they always do so we met at work i was a cashier at a uh, pharmacy and mm -hmm. he was the manager and at the time we met we were both dating other people um but they were both not amazing relationships <laughs> so so yeah. we um like we were just friends for a really long time and then ended up breaking apart from our significant others. And, um, so when you say friends, you guys were like those, the work friends, like work husband, work wife situation. Yeah. It was like, I like you, but not, we, can't. Like, we, weren't, we weren't really sure about each other. Okay. Like, I didn't know if he was serious. I didn't know. Yeah. I, also I was very young. So I was like, 20 ish at the time so i was just like oh i don't know he's just like another guy trying to talk crap and and yeah. do his thing and i don't know if he actually cares about me 
or what it is, but it's funny because one of our first conversations, um, he was like, I feel like this is the kind of thing where, you know, a few years from now, we'll just be hanging out on a couch watching movies together. And I was Aww. like, that is some game. <laughs> <laughs> Did you fall for it though, girl? A little bit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's like, keep it real. I was like, that is so sweet. And also, yeah. if you're lying, you're the devil. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's how I felt about it. But he was right. Like, literally, that is us on the couch watching TV, sharing our lives together. Um, it is, it is super funny. So it just took a lot of like cat and mouse, like mm. timing was always right. Um, you know, during the time we both lost, uh, family members and like mm. a, a lot of life happening. I was finishing school, um, and, and the likes, and then there just came a time where it was like, I don't want to do this with anyone else. And yeah, yeah. I don't care what else is going on. Um, why don't we just figure it out together? And we've been inseparable ever since. So that Yay. is how I love that. I love yeah. that. And you know what I love about it? Because I think that people have this idea about how it should look or how it should go. And it's it comes in a variety of different ways, right? Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Sometimes yeah. it's it's more immediate, right? And yeah. sometimes, like you said, the timing isn't right. Like for my partner, yeah. like we met in 2011, but we didn't really get back together in a significant way until 2014. So to your point, right? Like that happens. Yeah, so I yeah. love to kind of hear these stories from my guests. Yeah, well, super messy. Like it just, <laughs> there's, there's like you're human. I'm also young, right? Like I'm like 20-ish and I don't even know how to like break up with someone properly, which is what happened. <laughs> like yeah. really just messy and not really understanding how to deal with people in the correct way yet, not having those skills yet. So it's really cool that above all of that, we were still able to like see past each other's flaws and fi figure out a way to like be together in a long-term manner that works, that fits. So yeah, yeah, yeah. fits, love that, exactly. Awesome, Damali, thank you so much for being with me and just sharing your wisdom and all this amazing tea that you were giving me and my listeners today. I really, really, really appreciate it. And I really appreciate you. And I cannot wait to book my session with you once I can get down to New York. I can't wait to get you into New York. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for your time. This was so much fun. Awesome. Have a good one. And I will talk with you soon. Hey, girl. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Your Guy Coaching Podcast. If you like this episode and want to talk with me personally, please book a free consultation at www.getyourguycoaching.com slash apply or subscribe and leave me a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Talk soon.